0: Hello and welcome back to Nikki V's Master Coach. And Nikki V here as usual. And today I promised you something, didn't I? Do you remember? If you didn't see us last week or the week before, um, I know you can go and have a look at those um, those videos. Because what I said last week was one of the things that that great question. I'm going, to go, I'm going to tell you what it was again, that great question will do is, is give us as coaches an absolute clear signal, a sign, make it really, really clear to us whether this person is at cause, meaning they're taking full responsibility for their actions and behaviour, or whether they're at effect, where they're going, everything happens to me. Right? Now, if you're not familiar with this thing, it's called cause and effect, it's like a universal law and I'm going to just explain it a little tiny bit for you today, but the important thing that I want to do for you as a coach is to give you some great questions to ask people so that you can get really clear how to move them from wherever they are on that scale to the next stage. Because, hey, so what happens? Remember the V. Okay, so in our V coaching strategy, which is basically just a visual that says, look, when I'm coaching somebody, or remember, I'm actually in a conversion conversation with them where I'm looking to assist them and it's going to be valuable, but really it's also to take them from being interested in having coaching with me to absolutely, you know, becoming a paying customer. So when we're in one of those conversations or we're in a coaching situation, we start off by getting really clear, don't we, about what the problem is. So my first question was always, you know, what's critical to resolve right now or today? So that hones people down from this big message of, oh, I've got all this stuff going on to something that can be resolved right now. So, for example, I had an email from somebody this week, and she said, you know, can I, you know, please have a session with you? And I've gone, yeah, great, of course. And she actually said, shall I send you a summary of all the reasons why I've got this particular problem? And I said, which obviously I'm not going to go, no. <laughs> so what I said was, yes, send me a summary, fine, but please answer this question, Okay. What's critical to resolve right now? And of course, that meant that I didn't get a whole story about what was going on. I actually got the critical thing that had to be resolved. So that's where we start off up here, and we go, what's the problem? And often, and what I'm gonna talk about next week, is I'm gonna talk about asking questions that really get get, get, get us clear, well, more importantly, get our client clear, as to what the impact of of this problem is. So we're going to talk about that next week. So we're at the top of the V and we're going, what's critical to resolve right now? The person tells us what that problem is. Okay, And then what we talked about last week was finding out what behaviour or what strategy or what belief is going on that's really causing them to have this problem. And the question we talked about last week is what are you doing that's not working for you, right? What are you doing? And another sort of a supplementary way of asking that question is what do you know you're doing that's not working for you? Because that puts them into even more kind of, okay, you know, what am I doing? Can sometimes send them into the head. So sometimes if they go a bit like, you'll notice this if you're with them or even if you're on Skype or even if you're on the phone, you kind of can hear them thinking, you know what I mean? so you go, um, what, uh, sorry, i was lost my train of thought because I'm not with the person, you know, I do, I don't have the person here. So um, what do you know you're doing that's not working for you? Because if you ask, what are you doing, and they go in their head, always supplement it with what do you know you're doing because that takes them more insight. So remember, we're talking about getting them deeper so that they have new realizations, not old ones. So I've asked them that question. And then what we hear from the answer is we'll hear whether they're at cause or at effect. Right, so let's start down here. If you get an answer that talks about anything that is outside of them. So let me give you some examples. This can be, obviously, if you're you're assisting somebody with relationships and that intimate relationships, as you know, um, Tony and I do a lot of work there. Always, 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 the first thing that people say is, He's doing this that I don't like, or she's doing this that I don't like. So you know they're at effect. The whole thing, the whole problem is happening to them. Okay, So you know that they're there. If you're in a business situation, they'll say, it's the bank. Or the company, or the recession, or something else. Often, if you're in a business situation, they'll blame their team, or they'll be. So, it's blaming the, everything outside of themselves. So, once you get that answer, because somebody will give you that answer, even if you've uh, said, you know, what do you know you're doing, they will think about it and they will see the picture of the problem and they'll blame somebody outside. So, they'll be at effect, which means things are happening to them. Now, the difficulty with somebody who's at effect is that they are powerless to change that. And they feel powerless, that's why they may have asked you for some coaching, right? Or they may have asked you to come and talk to them because they're interested in having some coaching with you. So when they're powerless, and of course if you as a coach continue to coach them in that situation, I'm not going to say you will fail, but the likelihood of them having coaching that makes them take a decision that they follow through on is so low. If you trust me at all, and as I say, I'm, you know, like the grandmother of coaching here. I've been doing it a long time. I've noticed, especially when I see new coaches, I see them try and coach something outside of the person. And it's really a waste of time. So what we have to do, if we have somebody there, so let me just talk about there right now. When somebody's there, the best question to ask them, now I haven't got my flip chart with me today, so you're gonna have to write this down if you wanna write it down or watch the video again. Um, the, The question is, would you be open to the possibility that you haven't been handling that as well as you could? So what are we doing there? We're going, first of all, would you be open? Yeah. So we're going, well the question is, are you open? It isn't even, you know, you're not, you're not making it hard for them to answer. Would you be open to the possibility, make, makes it much kinder, um, it's, less, it's more caring, it's more soft, yeah? So would you be open to the possibility that you haven't been handling it as well as you could? Now, most human beings, especially if they've come for coaching or they've come towards you because you're a coach, will answer that question with a, yeah, yeah, I'm open to the fact that I haven't been handling it very well. So then, I don't need to tell you, I'm sure, the next question. So have, how have you been handling it that hasn't been working? And then really keep at that question until you get a behaviour or a strategy or a belief. Then you can coach that, okay? So that's what happens if you get that kind of thought feel that or oh, everything 's outside of themselves sometimes you 'll get them talk about everything outside of themselves, and you kind of get a sense because of what they say that, that it 's just in this situation, so it could be that they 're normally especially if you 've been coaching them a while or you know them they 're normally pretty good at like looking at themselves okay and and most and, and people that come towards coaching are kind of prepared. I I mean, I'm generalizing here, they're kind of prepared to look at themselves, okay? You do get people come towards you for coaching who are not prepared to look at themselves, and that's why this is so critical. Because I have a client right now who's not really that open to looking at themselves, and I have to frequently, even though this is a very you know a person that's done a lot of uh, personal development and spiritual development this person I constantly have to go back to that first question are you open to the fact that you haven't handled that well because in certain circumstances this guy goes back to a kind of a space that says well you know normally I'm kind of okay to look at myself but in this situation I'm not and often with men it's because they don't really want to fail you know or masculine women but that's a whole that's another that's another video completely okay so this question is a great question for that kind of person which is would you be open again you know would you be open to the possibility or would you be open to the concept that actually you have some way in some way contributed or you could use the word co-create but i often find contributed is the better. So would you be open or, you know, are you, are you open to the possibility or the concept that you are contributing to this problem? They say yes. If they say no, go back to the first question. (laughs) If they say yes, then you're going, okay, how are you contributing? And then you're off and running and you can coach that, okay? Of course, the easy one is if you, if you, if you hear somebody going, to the answer to the question, what do you know you're doing that's not working for you? And they go, I get it that I am doing this. You don't even really need the third question. Because the third question is like, so how have you created it all? How have you created this problem completely and utterly? In fact, if you've got somebody really open, you can say, so how have you created everything you've ever experienced? and ever likely to experience in the future, how have you created that all by yourself? (laughs) And they will then answer you and they will give you their biggest behavioral issue and then you can coach that. So good, so that's cause and effect in the view of Nikki V's Master Coach and I'm trusting that you've got some great questions there because so many coaches say you know the the coaches that I talk to who are mentoring they say to me they because I do um like um before and after so they'll go and talk to somebody or talk to somebody on the phone and I'll go like let's have a little briefing before you you do that call or you do that meeting and let's have a debrief afterwards, because this is when they're going to see somebody to get some business, right? And what I often say in the debrief is, you know, what went great? Okay, and they go blah, 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 and then I say, and what could you have done even better? And nine times out of ten, the person, the coach, knows that they haven't really helped that person get clear on what behavior is really causing that problem to happen. So great. So, I'm even thinking now I know what I'm doing next week, that'll be a surprise, Um, but um, let me know, let me know if you need any more information, because I know this whole cause and effect thing is quite a big subject, let me know, I've got, um, if you put your tick the box, which says I want more on Master Coach, that will send you straight onto my complimentary course, that will give you loads more stuff on this kind of techniques and skills, but also this philosophy that says, this is how you get people to go deeper and to get to a point where they make a decision that they follow through on and it changes their life forever. So without that, without that, we're not doing a great job. So great. So I'll speak to you next week. I have something very special for you. Bye-bye.